Hey folks, as you know, I love helping people, especially people trying to help themselves. So I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back, the link to donate is below. If you are unable to help, please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you. Serious, people who went missing, what happened? I walked out of my life when I came home to find another man in my bed with my girlfriend. Spent a year hitchhiking, no missing persons report, no one looked for me, no one missed me. Dang man, really sorry to hear that. I was about 6 years old, one day I was playing outside, there's a petting zoo about 4 kilometers away from where we lived and I guess I decided to go there, so I did, by myself, barefooted, in my pajamas. When I got there the manager found out I was alone and had reached my parents by phone. I don't actually remember much of it but it's pretty hilarious. This reinforces my belief that children are basically just tiny drunk people. So, back when I was in Boy Scouts, my troop lost me, twice, in the same night, while I was still in my tent. This is not an exaggeration, the story is thus, we were at Camp Decora, in Iowa. We had the idea to go and perform a raid on the counselor's tent's cabins. I, however, was feeling ill, so I specifically said I'm not feeling well, I'm going to sleep. They acknowledged this, expressed regret that I was not coming along, and went to have their fun. They have their fun, they retreat into the woodline, then they take a headcount. I am not in the headcount, they expect me to be in the headcount, because they forgot. So, now, there is a missing camper. The entire camp is set to searching for me. Some time during this, a guy from my troop decides to get this, check the tents. I am in my tent, as I should be. So he goes to report that I am found. I go to the bathroom during this time. Someone comes back to the camp and checks my tent. I am in the bathroom, so I am not in my tent. I am now missing again. I get found sooner this time. When I was 4 I got lost in a city and was rescued by what my dad thought was a gang. We had dinner in Chinatown with another family. 5 kids in all. Crossing the street after dinner, we were holding hands in a big chain. My older sibling let go. When the lights changed and everyone crossed I stayed on the sidewalk. I was looking through a window into a barber shop where some huge guy was having his head shaved. Can still picture the scene. When I finally looked around everyone was gone. I started to cry. A group of teenagers approached and asked if I was lost. I said yes. A tall kid hoisted me into his shoulders and started down the block. Other kids split up and went in different directions. We rounded a corner and I saw my dad. He turned white and ran toward us. The kid lowered me to the ground. A few other kids were there. They stood around awkwardly while the tall kid explained what happened to my dad. My dad, not a demonstrative guy, flung himself at the kid and hugged him. My mom appeared and picked me up. Years later my dad told me he saw the same group of kids hanging around when he first parked in the city that evening and was suspicious that they were a gang. He was embarrassed and tried to be less judgmental after that. Wish I could thank those guys. This was a long time ago. That was actually really smart to put you on his shoulders. 
My high school, American, football team had an away game in a somewhat sketchy city. Bus took the team back to high school afterwards. I was too young to drive and I was grounded and had my phone taken away. I waited at the school for an hour and a half but my parents never came to pick me up. So I started the 4 mile walk back to my house carrying all my pads and school books. While I was walking back my mom showed up and I wasn't there. She panicked and found the coach and told him. My coach sent a group text to the entire team asking if anyone knew where I was. Came to school the next day and everyone thought I had missed the bus and gotten lost. It ended up being a team joke for the rest of the year. Bonus. My parents never took my phone away again. I went sleepwalking one night when I was 10 years old. Unlocked the front door and went for a stroll through the neighborhood. I woke up a few hours later in the middle of the street. Barefooted. In a cul-de-sac I've never been in before. Scared the bejesus out of me. Ended up running through the streets until I found my way back home. My parents had been crapping bricks looking all over for me. They put a lock on my door after that so I couldn't go for any more midnight strolls. My cousin once disappeared while sleepwalking. Her parents woke up in the night and she wasn't in bed. They searched the streets for her but nothing so they eventually called the police. The police asked them if they had checked inside the house. They hadn't. She had fallen asleep in the hall closet. I was hiking to see the volcanic eruption back in 2010, the one before all the grounded flights. On the way back I got separated from my group. We were about 8-10, one of which was a very good friend of mine. Anyway, I tend to walk pretty fast, especially on my way down from a mountain. This was in March in Iceland so it gets dark pretty soon and fast. Unfortunately for me I didn't have a torch on me and in maybe half an hour everything went pitch black. I had chosen to walk the same path as the one I went up. This was extremely stupid of me as that path was about 5 meters away from a 15 meter drop into a canyon. Not only that, but the path was beside a waterfall. Waterfalls tend to have a lot of mist coming from them. Said mist goes onto the path. And because this is March in Iceland, and on a mountain it's about minus 5 degrees celsius without wind chill, that mist turns to basically an ice skating rink on a 45 degree angle. That was an experience. I had been lost for about 5 hours, I didn't turn up until I got down from the mountain. But I was one of 20 that got lost that Saturday, two of whom died. Icelandic SAR groups were quite busy that time. Once when my grandfather was watching my younger sister and I, I decided to take a shower and didn't think to tell anyone. I took my leisurely shower, and when I came out no one was in the house. I went outside to see if maybe they were out there. It was summer, so reasonable to spend the evening in the yard. It turned out, my grandfather and sister had alerted the neighbors that I had gone missing, and the entire neighborhood was out looking for me. It wasn't even that long of a shower. It's annoying how much of an overreaction people can have. When I was a young lad, my brother and I used to go to this gymnastics play area. They had trampolines, those bars you swing around, and a tightrope over a pit full of pieces of foam. My brother and I decided to play hide and seek. I hid first. About an hour later, the place is closing. My mum asks my brother where I am. He says we're playing hide and seek and I've hidden really well. Three hours later. The staff have locked all of the doors and phoned the police. My mum was in a blind panic. 
My brother had given up on finding me and was bouncing on a trampoline. The staff were frantically tearing the place apart looking for me. My brother got bored of trampolining so decided to play in the foam pit. He jumped in and heard a loud ouch. I climbed out of the foam and said did I win? We never went back to that place. Dang. You are dedicated to the art of hide and seek. I was at a college house party. I went there with several friends. I didn't have a cell phone yet. Managed to hold out until 2004. Our dorm rooms came with landlines at the time. I ended up going home with a guy and hooking up with him. Woke up the next day, checked my email on his computer and found a ton of frantic emails from my friends. They actually thought that I'd been abducted, roofied or killed myself. I was very depressed at the time. They filed a missing person report on me with campus security and several friends were searching for me in the woods. TL. DR. My friends thought it was more likely that I'd gotten kidnapped than gotten laid. Edit. Wow. I didn't expect this to blow up like this. Almost considered using a throwaway. To clarify, yes, I'm a woman. And I'm pleasantly surprised that there were so few PMs and comments calling me a S. Stap it. S shaming is not cool. How do men expect to get laid if there aren't women who also want to get laid? Spoiler alert. We exist. I drank too much. Left my buddy's house to get my phone out of his car. Woke up several hours later with about 5 cops standing on me yelling at me to quit resisting. Turns out I had wandered through two gates, a front porch and into his neighbor's basement. When the cops showed up, I was snuggling with his neighbor's two Rottweilers on their basement floor. Reminds me of Lethal Weapon 3. Now, they said I was lucky they didn't eat me. I was also lucky I didn't get shot. This took place in a small town near East Saint. Louis. Pretty rough neighborhood. I was arrested for felony breaking and entering. Luckily, the cops ended up being cool and understanding. My buddy's elderly neighbors were just freaked out by a drunk, naked white guy sleeping with their dogs in their basement. My buddies had no idea where I was until the next afternoon when I called him from jail. Luckily, he was a good dude and bailed me out. All the charges were dropped. When I walked up to the attorney and judge at court, they all pretty much made fun of me and just asked if I learned my lesson. Was 2-3 years old, at the beach with dad and bro, on a camping trip. Just started walking around picking up bird feathers. My dad and bro and the rest of the people we were camping with went back to camp. I just kept picking up feathers. After a while my dad realized he forgot me and went back to the beach in a panic and found me with a large amount of feathers in my hands. I didn't so much go missing, as much as, got forgotten. I was living with my new husband in a town about a thousand miles away from my mother, who has always been a world class warrior. This was in the days before everyone had a cell phone. His entire family was going to be invading us in a few days, so I was polishing up the apartment to look good, and in the process of wiping fingerprints off the phone, I turned the ringer off, and did not notice. We just moved in, so several days without any calls wasn't unusual. Fast forward, the in-laws have just arrived while I am lying down in the bedroom taking a nap because I have been spit shining everything in the place and making tasty baked goods all while coming down with a bad cold. There's a knock on the front door. My husband comes to the bedroom and says there's someone who wants to talk to me. It's the police and they insist on talking to me alone in the hallway to make sure everything is really, truly okay. Then they tell me to call my mother. I come back in to see his parents. 
sister, brother-in-law, their seven kids, and a passel of assorted aunts, uncles, and cousins, all staring silently at me. But wait, there's more. Mum didn't have our address. All she had was a description of the building. The town was small enough that the police knew just where that was, but they didn't know what apartment. So they knocked on every other door in the building before getting to us on the top floor corner unit. I got blackout drunk on the 4th of July and presumably tried to walk home from my friend's house. First thing I remember is being in a really sketchy part of town about 8 miles away from my home with my phone dead and still crap faced. Went around knock on people's doors at 3 in the morning trying to use a phone. I eventually stumbled to a grocery store at like 5 in the morning and asked for directions. When I walked outside these two real gangster looking guys who were picking up more booze at the store asked if I wanted a ride. Being a very trusting person and drunk as crap, I accepted. They lit up a blunt and we smoked it as they gave me a ride home. I stumbled into my house at 6 to be screamed at by my girlfriend who thought I was dead because the last text she got from me was, help, I lost. Good guy gangsters. I was about 10 or so and I was a member of a club where I learned to shoot air rifles. My parents would drop me off, then go and take off again, and pick me up when it was time. One day they didn't show up. I waited for an hour, called home, no answer. This was before cell phone so I was stuck. No idea what to do. Well I did have one idea. I knew how to get home. It would be about 6 kilometers walking but I had a good mental map of the way back and the weather was fine. So I left the club and began to walk home. I made it about halfway before my parents pulled over next to me and they were kinda angry with him. Also kinda apologetic because they'd forgotten about me. They told me not to wander off like that again. And I told them not to forget about me again. Didn't get any punishment. Almost exactly the same thing happened to me, except I played table tennis, and I made it 5 stroke 6 kilometers before my dad picked me up in his car. Be right back, googling statute of limitations. K, we're good. When I was 16 I stole $5,000 and ran away to New Orleans. Before Katrina when it was still fun. I'm old, good times were had. My dad, my parents are divorced and I only saw him a couple times a year. My grandparents on his side, that I saw even less. And my sister went to this huge water park. Apparently there was a water ski show they all wanted to watch. I asked if I had time to stand under the big bucket that splashes everybody. They all walk to the big bucket thing. And 7 year old me spends 5 minutes staring at the bucket waiting for it to tip over. But when it finally happens, it is awesome. Then, I look around, and my entire family was gone. They only had two kids to keep up with. I, being a rather intelligent child, walked to the front of the park and got them to keep calling them on the intercom. They didn't come until an hour and a half later, after the show had ended. They told me after the fact that they indeed heard the announcements and thought I could find my way back. I didn't consider myself close to this side of the family as it was. But this was the first event that made me start distancing myself from them. I wasn't exactly missing, but I did try to run away. I was around 6 years old and I was at a big camp out for Cub Scouts, like Boy Scouts for little kids. My dad said he was going to take the tent and stuff back to the car, and that I had to wait around the campsite for a few minutes. Well, in my little kid brain, a few minutes felt like hours. 
I thought he had ran away without me, so I grabbed my backpack and began walking away. I reached the parking lot and saw his car was still there, however my little kid mind thought he had left anyways. I decided I would leave the camp and walk home. So I wandered around for a few minutes trying to find the exit, then a man in a golf cart rode up to me. He asked me are you Savagikow and I just nodded my head because at this point I was crying. I got the cart with him and he drove me over to where my dad was. Apparently he really was only gone for a few minutes. He hugged me and we went home. My best friend and I decided to play near the river. I was 6 or 7. The thing is it was 5pm and when crap got dark we didn't know where to go so we stayed near the river for the whole night. Telling scary stories while sitting near a river with no light is not the best thing to do. I used to escape a lot when I was really small, like 3, 4 years old. Once, we were spending the whole summer in this seaside town, where my grandmother had a restaurant. It has a little marine, a big old town and a huge hotel, with a huge balcony in the open, where a band played every night for guest. So it is super busy every night in the center. My mom was holding my hand while we were walking and somehow I disappeared. They looked for me everywhere, for hours. In the end, my mom was certain I fell into the sea, in the marine, and she was sitting there, crying the whole evening. Around 2am, a young Italian couple brought me to my grandmother's restaurant, kicking and screaming. Apparently, I was at the mentioned hotel the whole evening, dancing the night away. Everyone thought I was with someone. When all of them left, that couple saw me alone, on the stage, playing with instruments. They recognized me from when they were having dinner at my grandma's place, so they knew where to take me. Needless to say that my mom went crazy when she saw me crying for being taken away from the stage. I escaped a few more times. I had a Tinder account but was too embarrassed to tell my friends. So when I actually hit it off with this guy and he asked me on a date, I didn't tell anyone. I was in college and in a sorority at the time that had weekly Sunday meetings. I never missed a beating and I lived with some of my sorority sisters so we always walked to meetings together. Well, this date was on a Sunday but I told the guy I had to be back for the meeting easy get out clause if the date went poorly. He was picking me up and taking me to dinner but wouldn't say where. Super sketchy but I went with it. Turns out the date was great. So great that dinner lasted forever and then we went out for ice cream. I totally lost track of time. Missed my meeting and of course didn't check my phone. I got back to my apartment hours after the meeting ended. It was full of my roommates and other sorority sisters freaking out about where I was. I was so giddy after the date I totally wasn't expecting all the scared and angry looks. I said some lie about getting caught up at the library and forgetting my phone. It's been a year since that date and I'm madly in love with him. Still no one knows we met on Tinder. We plan on telling everyone at our wedding. I thought he was going to kidnap you. My friend and I left the mall and walked to a friend's apartment about 2 miles away. This was before cell phones were common. I called my mom from the friend's home later to pick us up and said we were at his apartments and well meet you by the pool. It turns out I didn't know what the heck apartment complex we were at and had accidentally told my mom the wrong ones. After about 6 hours we were freaking out and so was she. We were sitting in a little warm area and saw her car drive by very slowly and start to leave. We caught up and opened the door and got in. I stated to say mom what the, and then she let me have it. I believe I am still technically grounded. 
A few years ago, I was depressed and not really very social to begin with. At some point, my boyfriend at the time broke up with me and I just snapped. I booked a train ticket to him, around 10h ride, and just left the next morning. Also basically stopped going to work at the same time, from one day to the next. I told no one about the trip and stayed away for about 10 days. When I came back, I had a knot from the police on my door about being registered as a missing person. I lived in a student house, so at least everyone on my floor must have seen that note. Turn out my friends had filed a missing person report because I guess work had contacted them. I was angry at the time, because I felt like crap and thought nobody cared about me anyway and shouldn't interfere with my life. Ironically, they had just shown that they did, indeed, care. Now I'm grateful that they did it. Late so this will get buried, but I think it's funny. When I was little I used to love wandering away from my mom when we would go to the store. So she finally decided to let me do it. Circle back around me and follow me while hiding until I started freaking out just to teach me a lesson. One time I got as far as to go up to a security guard and tell him, sobbing, that I couldn't find my mom. She then runs out trying to explain what was going on. He wasn't pleased. It was winter break of my freshman year of college. I had just gotten dumped. I was depressed. I just wanted to be alone. I had a decent amount of money, so I rented an extended stay hotel room for two weeks. Bought enough food and supplies for two weeks. Shut off my cell phone and didn't go outside for two weeks. When I returned home my family yelled at me for several hours and I had received over 200 phone calls and over 500 text messages. 1010 would highly recommend. I probably won't recommend this unless you hate your family. I got lost in the mall, and my dad got the information desk to announce my name telling me my dad is looking for me. Scariest day of my life. I got lost for a few hours at a country show when I was very young, 3 or 4 years old. I had been doing that thing where you are following what you think is your parents legs but turns out it was someone else the whole time. Cause of the crowds I got completely lost, being so young I just started wandering around on my own. My parents started freaking out, mother was crying while my dad frantically got the organizers to start looking for me. Luckily after an hour or so I was noticed by a kindly group of older ladies who got hold of a steward to reunite me. This isn't remarkable in itself but fast forward 20 years later and by coincidence I was at the showground with my parents for another reason. I had completely forgotten about being lost but it was obviously still ingrained in my parents minds. As we drove around, there was no show on at the time. My dad points to a spot and goes out of nowhere that's exactly where you went missing. And then a few minutes later and that's where they found you and both started yattering on about what happened that day. Amazing to think after all these years that incident was fresh in their minds and they could remember it like it was yesterday. They were sort of joking around about it but you could tell the emotions of almost losing me were still raw. They can't remember where they left the TV remote but can remember the day they almost lost their kid as clear as anything. I guess you never stop being a parent now matter how old your kids get. When I was about 25, I got a letter in the mail to report to jail to serve 10 days for not paying a fine. At the time I was dealing with heavy depression and drank quite a lot. So I said, frick it, if you want me to go to jail, come get me. Well, one Sunday morning, they actually came. The cops rang the doorbell like maniacs. While I was still asleep from a stupor the previous night, 
trying to get me to open the door. I finally woke up when one of the cops was trying to break into my apartment through the back door. The cops told me they'd bring me to jail and asked me if they wanted me to notify someone. In my still drunken haze, I told them no and that I'd call someone myself from jail. Turns out in my country you don't get one phone call when arriving in jail. In fact, it takes 7 days to be properly processed and during that time, no phone calls are allowed. I thought I'd be getting my phone call on the 7th day, but instead they transferred me to another jail on my 5th day and at that place they told me the same thing. Processing takes 7 days and you're not allowed to call anybody. In the meantime, my friends and family were going nuts. A friend of mine who had a spare key to my apartment even went looking to check if I was hanging from the ceiling. They all had called the cops repeatedly, who didn't tell them that I was in jail because of some privacy issues reasons, which I don't really understand to this day. When my mom called the cops again, crying, on the 8th day, one officer finally cracked and told them that I was in jail. When I was released from jail and went by a friend's place on my way back home, he was very happy to see me, but he also yelled at me a lot and made me call my parents immediately. Called my parents, lots of crying, lots of yelling, but all in all very happy that I was still alive. Memphis, Tennessee. The summer of 1990. I was 5 years old, and my best friend was this little black girl in my apartment complex. Her parents invited me to her birthday party at McDonald's. We all lived in a very low income housing projects type of place, so this was basically the height of excess, and I was hardcore excited. So they round up all of us kids and take us in a van to the local MCDs. The party was pretty pimp, cake and stuff, and we were all playing in the little inside playground there. Long story short, I ultimately exit from the playground, and, no one was there. The little girl's parents freaking forgot me, packed everyone up and left me there. I didn't realize it at the time, being distracted by food and seemingly awesome covered slides. I was just like, whoa, this is longest part ever the staff didn't even say anything or notice something was off about an unattended kid just hanging around. 9 hours later, my parents weren't exactly winning any awareness awards themselves. My mom and dad and 3 cop cars finally come to get me. I remember my mom being downright irate because, you were the only little blonde haired white girl in a freaking sea of black kids, not exactly unremarkable. I got lost at a music festival once. I went to sleep in a tent with my boyfriend and best friend and I guess they woke up around 7 and I wasn't around. They figured I went to the bathroom so they just waited. After some time they decided to go searching. It must have been not too long after they left that I woke up in the backseat of the car and crawled back into the tent. I must have slept walked. Anyway, they ask EMT and other festival goers and there's a ton of people looking for me. I had no idea. They were making announcements over the speakers and even sent out a text on the system. My boyfriend came back to get his shirt or something and I was all snuggled in. He was reasonably angry. I told him what happened and it was whatever. When my friend finally came back, I told her the same story at which point she reminded me that we didn't have a backseat because it was full of camping supplies. Still to this day I have no idea whose car I fell asleep in. I was in the Royal Navy and visiting Miami. Some shipmates and I went out to sample the delights of said town and it was all going well when apparently I disappeared. I turned up about 5 hours later with no idea where I had been. Luckily I didn't have a sore ass, and still had my wallet and cash. Odd, 
Hey folks, as you know, I love helping people, especially people trying to help themselves. So I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back, the link to donate is below. If you are unable to help, please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you.